0: And now, Detailing Success and PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue collar entrepreneurs. Hosted
1: by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both Detailing Success and the Detail Mafia, Rennie Doyle.
2: Good morning. What's happening, gents? Hey there. Good
0: morning. How's it going?
2: Got to get this, uh, this screen configured right. There we go. Is it configured right? Looks great, except there's some well, it, three really I got it now. ugly. Three ugly dudes on there well you you have the benefit that yours got blurry right now so nobody can see how ugly you are quite yet oh god thank god yeah thank (laughs) god it's better to listen than to see you know even though my
1: wife would uh beg to differ how cool is that almost 30 years in we're still uh she still
2: still thinks you're hot
1: she still, still thinks i'm cute man yeah hey oscar why are you blurry did you go out with the some some friends last night you know nah, i'm not blurry you're blurry <laughs> nah, there you're blurry yeah that's funny am i really blurry
2: the, the uh yeah. a little a little bit you were good when we first started i think it'll work its way out
1: huh yeah because on my in. side it's uh oscar's all pixelated so who knows you know
2: Oh, no, so, the, hey the, the internet, internet is a funny thing
1: isn't it yeah i'm on the right uh everything's good to go there so well, hey, good morning, everybody. So we're uh, we're gonna talk. This is uh, the economy; uh, it's changing, and you know we've been blowing the whistle to kind of get ready. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's doom and gloom." I've been, been doing and gloom. I just knew it was gonna catch a lot of people um, with their asses hanging out, and it and it has. Uh, but it uh, this is it. It's a good time uh, right now to to capture people. Say, "God, are you worried about it?" No, nah, because I'm I'm an action person. I don't care. I I, I know. I know what's going to happen in the long haul i've seen this too many times even we've slowed down in different sectors uh, of some of our businesses that's okay uh, it's completely natural biggest thing is 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 like in the training side of things people start a discounting it b everybody becomes a trainer c uh they do it for free uh and then they start getting burned out because they realize that they're eight when they're when you're when you're giving it away or you're super cheap uh guess what it doesn't last and In blue collar, I've talked to people from all over the world, uh, blue collar entrepreneurs, things are all over the place is that even some of the big successful shops that have been around, you know, legacy shops, uh, legacy businesses, legacy contractors, they're starting to fill things, but they're again, most of them, if not all of them, they're not, they're not really concerned. They they saw this coming. Uh, They made, they made a lot of money. They put a lot of money away you know, it, they've paid off debt. They don't have, they've got good debt. They don't have a bunch of bu- uh, bullshit debt around. Um, they, they know what they have to do in the effect that if it keeps going, they're gonna come out on top. And that's exactly my mindset right now is we've had to change. We're hunting more than we ever have. Hunting's good, hunting's good. Uh, a lot of people are oblivious of what what, what this means. Uh, people are either so content and, and they're working the system they've built. They, they, they don't know anything's happening. Uh, And that's that's awesome because they've they've stayed on the marketing and they've gotten ahead of it. Uh, We got caught with our 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 pants down because we're so busy. We're like a lot. We're still in that group, but we didn't keep quite ahead of it. And so that was a learning lesson later in life. Now we're far enough ahead and far enough into it. And we've got decades into it to where it's not too severe. It's just we're playing a little catch up and I've gone. I'm going to talk about grow a marketing old book. We're going to talk about that. I've gone back into, you know, guerrilla warfare and business and it's working, man. And, you know, we're going to talk about 120 days out is we're probably 200 plus days out, uh, within the training side. So this all should be sounding familiar to you, people, everybody listening, whether you have a shop training facility, anything else is that is what, what do your competition do? They start giving things away for cheaper or free. Um, they start to, to get desperate. They start looking desperate. They start taking shots at other people. Um, they they get off their game. They're paying attention to what other people are doing and not what they're doing. And they start hurting. Sound familiar? We're seeing that right now. So then the other side that's oblivious is that, is they're working, they're staying ahead. They're, they're staying ahead of the marking curve and hunting's good, but they're having to hunt. Uh, that's where most of us are. You know, most of us are apt st- the are hunt. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I've turned up the hunting and this morning I turned it up in another big way. I, I love Winston Churchill. I do a lot of studying um, on Winston Churchill and I, uh, he, he, th- it was said about him. Um, I think it was pr- President Roosevelt said that, you know, Winston has a hundred ideas a day and only six are good. I kind of fit that is, and I dig that because Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm constantly full of ideas and I wish that I could get three of the six good ones a day into action because I just be loaded. I mean, absolutely loaded, but you can only do so much. Right. So a lot of people are the same way yet. There's another, there's another sector that's living job to job. They're barely surviving, been there, done that. Um, if you're kind of new, uh, if you came up through COVID, that's probably gonna fit the bill pretty good. Um, really, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, blue collar entrepreneurs, even white collar that haven't seen, they're at an age in their business and or in life or both, that this is kind of the first reality. It hasn't been, I think it's been kind of easy street for a decade or more, uh, really probably 12 years that it hasn't been, you haven't had to hunt a whole lot. Uh, definitely the last four or five, six years is it's been, pretty easy to go out there and make it. Um, So this last sector that's going from job to job is when you're in constant survival mode and the the financial needs of you and your business start to fail and they don't take action soon enough, those last two groups, you know, the ones that are marketing and just living job to job and then the the last sector that's constantly in survival mode, um, they're barely making it, but they're not being honest with themselves. They put themselves in a really vulnerable spot. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think this is a great time because those last two categories, unfortunately, are the majority of entrepreneurs. And it's going to be um, a lot of us are going to gobble up market share uh, when we come out of this. Also, the other thing is, is that, you know, is we're, I don't think it's I don't thi- I don't think the economy right now. I think it could. I'm preparing for it to go to shit, but because that just puts us in a better position right so uh am i backing off on spending yeah the, i'm spending where it counts and not spending on stupid shit. uh i have matter of fact our one of our financial advisors is coming up this weekend they'll be here friday uh, i want them to kind of see the grand the grand, kind of the grand picture of where i'm going for the next five ten years um uh, because they play a huge important role in that and the conversations i have with our financial people i've got a really smart team right now behind us Smartest financial team I've ever had uh, involved in my businesses ever, and that says a lot. And so, um, yeah, there's what we're going to cover today. So, small talk, man. My uh, my phone's blown up uh, in the last several days. PNS made uh-huh. an announcement. That, oh well, you know the the Acu, Acu, Gosh dang it! I just lost my my my. The PNS oh. has been uh, bought out, and so uh, you know I shouldn't say bought out. They've been acquired, and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's. I've known about it for a couple months, and we just had to kind of keep quiet. Sorry, guys. Um, it wasn't until late into the game that we could tell. Right before we went public, that I brought Chris and Oscar into it because you can you can imagine. You know, Bob and Dave wanted to kind of keep this under wraps. And if you've ever sold a business before, it's pretty hectic. So, um, you know, we're going to probably bring Bob and Dave on at some point and uh, end of the podcast. We went to dust to settle. We're meeting with the uh, the group that bought us uh, we're, that we're joining. I'll say that's probably a better way to put it. Uh, the group that we're joining uh, because pretty everybody at PNS is still intact. Um, you know, no, there's been no shift in person and personnel. There's been no shift in leadership. There's you know, everything's right there. And so uh, my phone continues so it, to blow well, up uh, even this morning the, uh... it was off the rails.
2: I, I was going to jump in and say it's the Appearance Technology Group, yeah. right? Which yeah. Uh, ATG. Yeah. ATG. So they also, um, what do they have? They have 3D, uh, high-tech, and there's high-tech. One, one other I can't remember.
0: They just bought out a tool company right before CMA. Uh, they were using the
2: tools.
1: Geez, I should have this right at the tip of my tongue, and I don't. Um, they're, they're, they're putting together a great group. Um, it's a powerful group and you know, there's a lot of hyenas. I call them hyenas at the door. Um, which is natural when a, when a company goes through a transition like this and, uh, you know, it's, it's speculate. There's a lot of speculation going on right now. A lot of the, the competition's putting, you know, vicious rumors out there, which you expect, but Venus is a powerhouse and, and this group that we're involved in now is a powerhouse, there, there's a lot of investing going into our business already. We're getting uh people that they've added into um the management circle to help growth within all the brands. And so, um, I'll, I'll, I'm trying to stay up with the phone calls and text messages. But if you sent me one, and I haven't got back to you, it's because I'm 300 deep right now. Probably not going to get, I mean, I, I usually go back 10 and then there's 20 more to replace them. So, um, but all's good. So we'll bring Bob and Dave on to kind of settle the, the nerves. We're going to bring them into the Mafia. The other thing has been going on is, you know, we've got I've been doing a lot of Mafia messages, live messages uh, to our group, uh, kind of coaching and, and training them up. Phone's been going ballistic on that. I've hit some nerves, good nerves and motivated some people. But we got some really cool events coming up, fellas. And you guys, are uh, going to go on the road a little bit. We'll get get into that here in a bit later in the week. But we've got a ski day coming up next month, and uh, we're gonna have yeah. a. It's not just skiing and boarding too. You can bring the family up. This is a family event, and you can. There's snow play right there at the ski resorts. Um, is we're probably gonna plan a, a time to all have lunch, and uh, you know it's gonna be right here at Snow Summit. You're gonna have to buy your own tickets and stuff. We're not gonna cover that because the day of skiing is. I took my my adult kids up while they were here, and it was uh, not cheap. Uh, skiing's become expensive. Um, and so it's a lot of fun. Uh, for those that want to, I'm actually going to offer a little, a lot of people don't know what I taught skiing I'm back, back, engaged in the uh, adaptive ski program here in Big Bear, uh, with special needs. And, uh, if you need a little help on the slopes, we'll, uh, I'll get you going in the morning and, uh, at least get you to the beginner level and get you to where you're coming down the bunny slope safely and put a smile on your face. Skiing, uh, two things I've done this year, guys, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably in the happiest point I've been in my life in the last seven, eight years, maybe 10 years. It's pretty happy. But right now, man, I'm lifting like crazy and I'm skiing like crazy and I'm getting to see my wife like crazy and I'm getting to spend time by myself. Um, man, I'm just in a really good spot. And Skiing plays a huge part in that. You guys have seen if you'll follow me on social media, uh, I put pictures up of me escaping. I uh, try to, my goal is to have 50 days in this year. Don't know if I'm going to hit it, but I'm going to try because we're not having the greatest season. But if we get a late winter in, uh, hopefully I'll hit that. So, right behind the ski day, uh, which is Chris, that's February 9th, right?
2: Yes, ski day is February 9th. And yeah, right behind it is uh, an extreme one day class up in Big Bear with uh, rod craft and uh jamie elegant from griot's garage
1: man these guys are just good griot's dudes friend. we're gonna have a one 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 day extreme we've got buff and shine gonna be in the house this guy named oscar that we know is a cool cat and so let me ask oh, you this ski day cool. now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have an esprit a uh, spree ski also that night i think what we're gonna do is we're gonna ski during the day that's on a friday um we're gonna come back and have a uh, a little bit of open bar with um uh, If you've got your kids coming, we'll have sodas and um, we'll have a beer and some cocktails, hot chocolate. And uh, I'm going to do a couple of, um, I'm going to smoke some meat so we can have sandwiches and finger food. And uh, it's going to be, some. I'm going to probably do about uh, 15 pounds of tri-tip on the smoker. And uh, we're going to come and just have a kind of an early dinner and social hour here at the shop. And uh, then the next day for those staying for the Griot's event, uh, that is a pay to play event. Uh, we have limited space available. Last year, we had these guys here, and I'm telling you, uh, I love to cross-pollinate this way. I love to, to be Switzerland, and um, these gentlemen to work with are class acts, and we use a lot of their products in the training center, and so uh, to have them, it was an amazing educational day, and uh, we just want to invite people out to uh, to join us. And uh, pretty cool. So we, uh, we've we also got – this is where uh, Oscar comes into play. We've got a one-day Spanish event uh, down at Ray's shop. And so it's going to be uh, – um, I'm brushing up on my Spanish. Oscar, don't make fun of me <laughs> when we get there. Uh, but Oscar's going to run that because he's bilingual. He's uh, fluent. Um, he's also – you know three languages because you can bullshit pretty good too. Um, and so <laughs> – But talk about what we're going to do down at Ray's place, uh, Oscar, a little bit. And uh, you know, we talked about doing this for a while. We we actually did it with another trainer. Uh, We were one of the first ones to ever do it. They um, they don't don't necessarily say that online, but we actually had the first all Spanish speaking event up here at Big Bear several years ago. And uh, this one we're really excited about because we're taking it to the next level. And well, what what's your kind of what's your vision for that training day
0: i mean I, i've already been talking to, to chris woman here about it you know that itinerary. if if you've heard of the extreme one days it's gonna be the same exact thing except obviously we're different target market that's we're gonna come out to the hispanic community doing it 100 in spanish and said rennie will be speaking spanish i'll, I'll work with him on that <laughs> um, but again uh, to get out there and get you know the certification and get these detailers up and coming on you know what's going on and definitely talk a little bit about business and how they can use this training and turn it around and make profits you know because it's uh that's the biggest thing is is getting these business small business owners profitable you know but again by changing the target market and being open to the rest of it especially here in southern california where you know the majority of detailers do speak spanish and a lot of them are just spanish speaking only so you know helping them out and then just giving them also the the one thing that i do want to drive is the importance of yes even though you're you know, Spanish speaking, you know, your clients not all the time will speak Spanish. So a lot of it is, you know, how are you going to convert this training and the lingo into English and how to sell your your services?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I'm really, really excited about it. We've done this before, and it's just a great way to reach another segment of the the industry. And so, again, another pay to play uh, one day extreme event. Uh, get a hold of us if you're interested in that training. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you guys are heading out. What day are you guys heading out and hitting the streets tomorrow or Friday?
0: I don't know. Where do you want to go? Well, I think tomorrow would be a good day. Friday, we kind of get bad traffic, but I, I invited uh, – we're already talking about hitting the streets as uh, you know, as Buff and Shine. I go out and visit a lot of stores on a daily. Yep. I usually pick my days, and I go out. I'll drive out to, like, Riverside in the Inland Empire, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll leave pretty early. I'll leave, like, yeah, 5, 530 in the morning. I'll leave and, you know, drive, like, two hours
1: out, hour and a half.
2: Oh, and you, then didn't I just start tell, you didn't tell people. me you were – Leaving at five thirty in the morning, I'm not sure I can do it now. Well, 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 I leave. I still got a forty-five minute drive to your house, uh, but
0: Chris, woman's on the way out there on the way to L.A. And uh, I usually just map out, you know, a, a couple stores. I get about six to about ten stores, and I'll go all the way to the furthest one and just make my way back to Ventura and start going into these stores, talking to detailers, talking to store storefronts. Obviously, as a sales rep for Buff and Shine, I'm in there uh, pushing our pads. Um, but I thought it'd be a great idea, you know, get Chris Pullman out there, start talking to detailers and just networking. And, you know, a lot of the stuff with, with Buff and Shine is, I guess the stores are my target market, but the end users is really my target market. So that's what I really talk to is the detailers that go into these stores, um, and see what they're using, see what tools they are using, you know, what, what's their best practices. I like to talk to prices about them. And unfortunately right now, the detailers that I talked to this year, they're, they're kind of hurting. You know they're they're not really selling those big ticket items. You know, and, and again, it comes down to the economy. But I think it'll be fun to have a woman with me and going out there. And you know, I, we kind of talked about it the last two days a little bit. So I don't know if we'll do it tomorrow morning or Friday. But it's one of those things that I like to put on my calendar. Here, it's just like you know, one or two days I'll I'll hit the road, either go up north or down south. Um, and yeah, and I mean, I, I think it'll be fun. What do you think, woman? Oh,
2: I'm Something good. Different? i'm good just uh you know i'm a, i'm flexible the next couple of days
1: i think a wet willy wake up i don't think you tell him what time you're going to pick him up you work it out with his wife you go in a cuddle and just wet william you know wake him up and uh you know i think i think that'd be a good wake-up call so we'll have fun guys i'm uh i'm jealous that i won't be there but i'm putting a presentation together for next week in vegas and uh gonna take my wife just texted me and invited me to lunch today so how? cool is that i got a date with my, looking, wife for my wife today yeah. so hey I, so you I know will say this yep no i said i will
0: say this we will have lunch or dinner somewhere by chris's house because he has a great mexican restaurant he took me to last time oh he likes place. That
1: really?
0: s- yeah that's really. a good place oh, right there so we'll, we'll make sure to make it back by dinner Salt, Dude, salsa other-
2: <laughs> and beer is what it's called
1: I, i've been eating really good but yeah. the other night diane calls me up i cook um when i'm not training i usually do probably about 80 percent of the cooking and um really got into our smoker i mean I, I don't even cook in the house hardly anymore it's all on the smoker right it's so so much easier to clean up but man i wanted mexican food the other night so she brought home and she brought home a meal and it was it was it was i had two cheat meals that week and both of them were that same night uh because it was whew, god it was good i just oh i hadn't had a good good mexican food meal in a while and we jumped in so hey let's uh Let's jump into this. You guys, slow me down and uh, jump in at any time. And uh, you know, so much input. The economy, you know, is largely dependent on various factors that kind of are out of control. You know, government policy. We're going to get to the end of this one, and I'm not even going to go into it heavy. I don't think any of us will, the three of us. But you know, government policies, the global economic conditions, uh, technology advancements, you know, geopolitical. Oh my God, we're seeing that right. It's important to note that the forecasts are something to change and can be influenced by any of this. Any of this could be can can change on, on a dime. If uh, one of our leaders in the world decides to be a real shithead, uh, it's going to affect all of us. Um, now, I kind of relate the economy to, to, to kind of like sweet and sour chicken. It's sweet for some of us, sour for others. But man, it's if, if you don't refrigerate it and keep it to the room right, right temperature, uh, it, it soils, it goes bad. And there's a lot of people right now that are Are really struggling and i get it and you know we we want to teach you and hopefully influence those that are not struggling maybe you get some fresh ideas today the other ones um you know maybe you'll get you know this will motivate you to take some action so first off a lot of people are killing it there's there's you look at the economy and everybody's like bad 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 but there's a lot of people doing really well Uh, a good a good example of this is we went and bought some new furniture for the shop and uh, not, it's all custom made. You have to order it. It takes two to three months to get it because they build it uh, for you. So not just a plug and play furniture. I walked in and I, I got, I had an appointment. Customer service is unbelievable. And they, they said straight out that they've never had in 30 something years, never had this busy of a November, December ever. And so um, that's a good indication that there's people, there's people spending that kind of money on high-end furniture. Then we're not too bad off yet. Now, right down the right down the way, I went into a walk-in uh, take delivery furniture place. Night and day, in customer service not very good. And um, the opposite. The sales guy said that they were super slow. It was dead, and uh, he thought they were gonna they're preparing for layoffs. <laughs> Look at the difference. What 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 things are in common? First off, right when I walk in and meet the gal, is that she she highly recommended. Well, because I was coming from so far. She te- she set a time zone for me. She goes, "Hey, if you show up between here and here, I'm going to give you 100% of my attention." And she did. And she she broke away while we were doing the paperwork to go help some walk-ins, and uh, I didn't mind that at all, but she I would hear her and she's like, "Okay, well, I'm going to go back over. I've got a set appointment customer right now. I'm going to go work with him for a minute. Please come over to my desk, you know, don't 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 feel I'm ignoring you. I'm just paying attention to him right now cuz he had an appointment." That to me is why they're busy. They the other place, it didn't stand out. Uh, this guy didn't know anything. This gal that I worked with, is professional, uh, seven years. And, man, she knew. Honestly, I walked out of there with about three grand more than I thought I was going to spend. And why? Because she educated me. And she gave me attention. And I saw value in what she was selling. And it was far more expensive than going right down the road. I could have I spent half that amount of money and had it tomorrow but i really wanted the quality and i wanted someone's gonna last, and and i just like the, the one-on-one attention i think made a big difference and so um if you're hurting badly you might look at your culture even if you're a one-man shop you know have a dose of reality uh, right now we're back to reality i don't necessarily think that this was a slow november or december i think this was back to what blue collar service businesses was before covid we were as, especially in the detailing industry and in the automotive industry, we typically are a little slower in parts of November. Our shops, when we ran shops, we got crazy busy right before Thanksgiving. And then we go right up to Christmas Eve and it, then it would slow down in January. Uh, but I think that's more, it's more typical right now. So, you know, it, it, it's about that we're doing 60 to 120 days ago. If you're dead right now, what were you doing 120 days ago for marketing? You've got to take and ask yourself that there's no real science to this. It's if you're doing hyper concentration on your marketing, your marketing to the right segments is your, your social media um, isn't going to be enough. You're, you're getting local contacts and relationships. You're building all of this up. Uh, you're, you've got to look at 120 days back. Uh, and that's just the reality of it. So wh- what do you do? I mean, what what's some things? And I'm going to get into Oscar here in a second. Is that you know we talked about right at the end of that? Look at hyper concentrated. What I mean by that is that you know we got an ad, ca- ad campaign going right now for some events. We've got it. We're not marketing to the entire globe. Is we're marketing for those segments. For instance, we've got a one-day training going up, uh, coding certification up in Oregon as it, it's going on. So I developed an ad campaign on Instagram and Facebook that is hyper concentrated to Oregon. Uh, to Washington, Northern California, parts of Nevada, parts of Idaho, is that we have taken and, and hyper concentrated our ads and our money to that, and we're getting exposure that way. That ad doesn't show to somebody that's in Florida. Why, why do I want to market now? Our five days <coughs> a little different. We've got them. We've still we've still got them um, hyper concentrated, but that one goes out to. Uh, a national market and sometimes even an international market. And so yeah. you've got to look at that. I look at how many guys, Chris and Oscar, how many times do we go onto social media? And here we are, all three of us are in California and we see ads for detailers that are across the country. I start calling I, them.
0: I'm not going to lie. I call them, <laughs> but I, I call them to to help them out. You know, and then I slide the buff and shine thing in there. Hey, what kind of pads are you using? You know,
1: <laughs> but, I also, right.
0: <laughs> but I also call them to let them know that, hey, man, I'm I'm out here in California and you're in Chicago. I should not be seeing your ad here for ceramic coatings, no. you know, and, and, and sometimes I, it's not, again, I'm not cold calling. I'm not putting them on the web. I'm not doing any of that. I call to help because that's their dollars they're wasting and that's dollars that they could be saving, especially in this economy. They can be saving that money and putting it towards something else. And usually about nine out of 10 will take it. Sometimes I will have that one detailer that tells me you just don't know what you're talking about. Okay, cool, whatever, you know, but when I do see it, I do reach out to them. Um, You know, and I'll let Chris woman touch up on this or something that I know we've talked about. Sometimes it's hard because they run ads and they don't even know where they're at. Yeah, you
2: there's, you. Like, there's, there's, you don't put where they're at. You look at their social media, and nothing is. I'll let Chris jump onto this. Go yeah, ahead, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fu- it's funny. You could you could read my mind. Yeah, we'll we'll look at this stuff, and there's no indication in their social media and their profile or anything of what city they're in, where they service. Um, you know, sometimes there's not even contact information. You know, it's like all they want is a DM. There's no phone number, no nothing. It's I I just don't get that. But uh, but it's got to. important to make sure that people know where you're at who you're servicing what your market is all that kind of stuff well i show true and i mean it it it, it has to and i just see someone says
0: that they commented you know thank you for doing that melinda for commenting on because it does help detailers out we're we're one community that we have to work together but i for the traveling that i do and maybe that's why i pick up so many ads is because i do a lot of traveling so my phone's pinging in different places but I mean, still, it's 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 crazy to me how many times I see an ad, at least two or three a day, come through my social media of a detailer marketing ceramic coating, and it's across the country, and that's because they're just running a nationwide, you know, ad. Maybe we need to bring Chris Willer or or, uh, William Lara on here and show us how to do ads or something. I don't know, but uh, (laughs) you know, and it's it's really you know it's it's something helpful and it goes to the business side and you know, touching on the business side, you, you touched about what were you doing 120 days ago for your marketing? I'm asking the opposite. What were you doing 120 days ago to save your money? Where was all that Boy. money going that you're bringing in? Ha. Is is it being spent? Is it just being Make thrown away? Or, you know, are you buying the new shoes? Are you going out to dinner every day? Are you, are you wasting that money in other things? or Are you tucking it away for a cold January, you know? Or not so busy february is that's the way that i see the business side of this is not only the marketing is saving your money
1: you know i'm gonna pick on somebody without naming anybody because there's a freaking bunch of them but you know it's funny i listened to a podcast a while back and person younger newer in the business just freaking bragging it up um the biggest thing uh in detailing detailing has got his when you look it up it's got his picture you know that, that kind of, uh, self-confidence. Uh, it wasn't two weeks later, I see post where he's slow and trying to dig up business and this person lives bigger than life. And, and there's so much fraud out there going on and these different business. Me too, man. Uh, you know, everybody's me too. Look at, Oh, look what he's, he or she's doing. You, you can, dude, you don't know the backstory of that. You just don't. And, you know, have I lived that? Dude, absolutely, man. Have I flexed? Absolutely. Do I now? Yeah, occasionally. I, I really don't care anymore. Uh, the same, the stuff that I've got and the things I do, is for it's for me. Um, you know, I, I bought a car a few years ago. I always wanted to drive one. It ended up one of my least favorite cars. Uh, I won't bag on it because there's a lot of people that love them. But um, honestly, I hated that car. And Chris knows what it is because I, I blew the engine while I was heading to an event with him in the car but when i got it the car, i was so excited to have the car um you know uh i, I took chris on a wild ride to vegas in it and, and you know honestly i just overdrove the car i mean you know my freaking froze the motor up melted the motor as as they said uh but i, I remember the gratification of getting that car lasted it about two weeks and i was like man why did I buy this and and it was a reality check because. I don't know. I just didn't didn't need the car. It wasn't a car that was that exciting to me. And um, maybe when I was younger in my, my years, it would have been. But, you know, I just beat the shit out of the car. My point to this is we buy stuff thinking it's going to make us happy. And a lot of times it just doesn't. And if you can learn that at a young age, you know, you're better off. Matter of fact, our CPA was telling me this is the first time uh, I haven't bought a vehicle in a calendar year. And I can't remember. It's been a bit. It's it, like a decade. Uh, hey, I want to share.
2: I want to share something real quick. Um, Jer, Jeremy, I hope I say his last name right. Lau. He just wrote this in. I think it's a a, a quote from somebody, but it says most people will sacrifice what they want most for what they want now, and now mm. is the most expensive word in the English language. Boy,
1: I'll tell you. Amen. Good, I Jeremy. Agree. Thanks for I for agree. giving that instant gratification is a disease. And if you're a entrepreneur, a business owner or a wanna be business, because there's a lot, let me tell you just because you're doing your own gig doesn't mean that you're an entrepreneur or business owner yet. You might just be playing that position and not really in that position. Now, how are you gonna learn? How are you are gonna get to that position is playing that position. So you gotta do it. But there's a lot of rookies out there that are doing it like 20 year veterans. There's a lot of 20 year veterans doing it like rookies. And so you've got to take in, um, you know, not not everybody's at that entrepreneur table. A lot of people, everybody thinks they are. And the people that that I dig the most are the people that don't think they are. And they really are. Justin Lobato. I remember when he was first getting his start and I told him, dude, hey, man, you've got he wasn't going to go to see so you got to get there, man. There's a there's a chair opening up at, at a table that there's only one opening and they just added a chair for you is there was no chair there. And uh, I remember that year is a year that he really came out and uh, he's done really well. So let's jump into what guerrilla marketing is. Hey, so, you know, uh, hey, Marine, so guerrilla warfare, you know, what's the tactics of, uh, where does guerrilla marketing come from? Is it comes <clears throat> from a statement and we, I think America really first saw this, definitely some in uh, some of the guerrilla warfare in World War II, but really the first time I think we saw it on a major scale wouldn't you agree? It's probably Vietnam. Um, Oscar is where we saw guerrilla warfare really take shape in the history of our country.
0: Yeah, you know, disrupting the enemy. You know, disrupting them is is the key to that. Is you know, disrupting the objective of what they have going on. And and I think that it playing into business. You know, it, it takes tax. It takes time. It takes discipline to do that. Um, but one thing that, you know, I just talked to Rennie about, I think it was Friday I text you, um, you know, it's staying ahead of the competition. Educate yourself. I literally just started doing online again classes to educate myself on the sales rep side of the house, not the detailing, not the business. I need to be a better salesperson, you know, for Buff and Shine. So I, I, I told Rich, you know, the owner of Buff and Shine, I, I talked to Rennie, Those are the two people I reached out to first. I said, hey. need to i need to notch it up a little bit and that's literally me staying on top of the game is educating yourself like Brittany said a lot of people come into this and they pretend like they know what they're doing and it looks good and whatnot but do you really know your numbers do you really know you know what you're doing or are you just detailing cars and i've had this conversation again with women a lot you know are they entrepreneurs are they just detailers are they really business owners and to me i think the guerrilla warfare on our end guerrilla marketing is staying on top of it staying educated you know take the time and take online classes or go to college you know um there was a time where i was working nights and detailing during the day and when i was done when i opened up my shop i went to school during the days and started detailing nights and i did that yep. for two straight years that schedule two straight years i i worked nights and detailed during the day as soon as i had enough money to get into the shop again i turned around i took a month off i think i took december off but i was in the shop and then january i started day school, we started going to community college and then detailing the afternoons into the evenings to educate myself on that, to stay on top, to stay ahead of the games, ahead of the competition, um, you know, all while trying to save money. So I I think it's very important what we saying here with the guerrilla marketing, you know, you got to stay on top of it. you got to stay ahead of it.
1: Absolutely. So Chris, when you, when I say guerrilla marketing, what pops up in, in, in your mind? what's the first thing that enters your mind
2: kind kind of like going back to basics but i know that's not exactly what it is um you know i mean it's it like like oscar said it's kind of being disruptive but it's more like surprising people with tactics that um mm. maybe you don't you're not using you know or or you haven't used in a while so that's what i mean by going back to basics you know you're kind of maybe revisiting old ways of doing things that people aren't familiar with anymore.
1: I dig it. I dig it. I dig it.
2: So both of those. So
1: Oscar, you'll appreciate this. The first time that, uh, back when the wars are going on, this is going back uh, almost about a decade is we had a, we had a, a commander that found out, can't remember what unit this was, but we, uh, we first engaged him down at, uh, down in San Diego. And, um, we, we were working with them on, um, on qualifying on the Marine base uh, ranges because all the guard ranges were so piled up because we were sending so many uh, guard units out that we, we, uh, we, we begged the, the Marine Corps to open up their ranges for us, which they did, which was all another story. But one of the commanders heard that I had a specialty in, in man tracking and search and rescue. And i have been teaching combat life-saving skills and certifications and asked us to, uh, to run a opposition force team against his team now these are pretty seasoned warriors right so I was like man they're gonna we're gonna go up there and, and and get our asses whipped but hell man a weekend warrior I'm gonna take that on any day right long story short opposition forces opt for is exactly that we play the bad guys and what happened was is that what it turned out is why he wanted us is that we're all trained and we're all weekend warriors But we're another degree because of search and rescue. We've got skill sets that the average infantry unit, just a standard infantry unit, does not possess. But yet they've got better combat skills than us. So his point was, you guys are exactly what we're going to face in Iraq or Afghanistan, is that you're going to have these these tactically uh, inferior um, soldiers that are beast mode. And they've got these natural mountain skills that we don't have. And so unit after unit was requesting us to go in. Why? Because of our guerrilla tactics. We didn't do anything, we're unpredictable. Uh, An instance of this, and I'm gonna relate it back to business, is the third or fourth unit that we went against, we knew we had scouted them out. And I overheard uh, a conversation as people were, I was buried down in the bush and they're talking about their command post. Well, we pulled back and let them... They passed us up. We went, what'd we do? We overtook their command post. They they, on, they only had two people guarding their whole command post. 15 minutes after that loose lip sync ships situation with their soldiers going through the field and they didn't even know we were there, is we had control of their command post. Well, what'd we do? We brought them back in uh, one squad at a time and uh, took them out. We never had ne- never shot... No, uh, we never we never put a, a a bullet down range and we captured the whole unit alive and they were pissed. Well, that's the same thing as guerrilla warfare in business is listen, first thing off, guerrilla warfare is not traditional, it's targeted. Second thing, what I love about guerrilla warfare and there's a book called Guerrilla Marketing. It's an old book. Mm-hmm. I pull it up every couple of years. I pulled it up last year and read it again, um, but it's unconventional tactics. Chris and Oscar just said that. Guerrilla marketing uh, uh, campaigns uh, used unconventional tactics to reach the target audience. The other thing is they use untraditional tactics in relationship building. They're doing the hard stuff. And let me tell you, most people in the world, 90 percent, start with the easy stuff and never get to the real hard stuff. The hard stuff is where success, happiness, profits, money and wealth is built. Is I can I can tell from a mile away a person's gonna struggle because they go to the easiest the easiest thing first is I can tell from a mile away when a person is gonna take and eventually make it to the top because they're starting out with the hard stuff and their their, their journey is going to be easier so the the other thing about gorilla, uh, uh marketing is it's really creative and innovative is that there there is no that you, you can't teach a lot of this. A lot of this comes out of gun instincts and or mentorship is that you're, you're it's tribal knowledge. It's what you're learning from other people that have already done it. And that's the nice thing about the mafia is that so many of us had to come through this guerrilla marketing <clears throat> era of the industry is that we can lay back a lot of my my live messages are exactly on things like this, but we can, we can surprise and engage an audience by delivering messages that are un, unexpected and memorable. It's hard to beat that. It's really, really hard to beat that. The other thing is the emotional connection is that it's going to, you're going to take the time to build up a relationship versus having a customer. Now, downside of that is, again, you're 100, 120 days to five years out. Is I, we've had people come to training that we have been engaging them and talking to them for five years. We had customers, ideal Schwarzenegger. Okay. We wanted, we try to avoid, uh, uh, I love H1 Hummers, right? Schwarzenegger. So he had a handful of them and uh, we tried to reach him for years. He was a client on another business that we own, but we couldn't get his detail work. And I went guerrilla warfare and I ended up getting it. And so how did I do that? A whole other subject. Ask me sometime and I'll share it with you. It's kind of a fun story. And then word of mouth is that we guerrilla marketing is all about getting others to talk about your message and generating buzz spread through the word of other people, both now through social media, but more so uh, the old saying around the water cooler at work, around the coffee maker at work, get them talking to about you in their circles and you're gonna win. And so there's what, there's what Grella marketing is and what you need to do is that you've gotta go in and really just target, get down to the, be able to, to, to appear and, and, and just disrupt. And a lot of people, unfortunately, when I say disrupt, they think it's talking shit about the competition. You know, Right now in the training world, I watch what's going on. Uh, Right now in the product world, I watch what's going on. And I just try to answer it um, with dignity. You can come in, I'm gonna start something new. I had an idea uh, a few months ago. I kind of put it into motion this morning a little bit. I'm gonna start out a little slow with it, test the waters, see what it does. We got a whole new video series coming out. Uh, you guys are gonna see that launch, you know, if not today in the next couple of days. Uh, we've got a lot of things that we're tr- we're gonna disrupt is we're gonna put we're gonna we're gonna put we're we're gonna put a, a a tripping zone in into the market, not to hurt other people, but just to push us forward. So all right, Jets, what do you got to add to that? You know, this is how I can
0: disrupt and can backfire on you, and I see this on the training side. You know, disrupting and lowering your price. Yeah, you'll disrupt the market. You're going to shock people, but that's not the way of doing it. And I started to see that a lot in my community is um, prices going down. People doing ads yeah. saying, you know, we're hurting for business. Come to me. Oh, that's God. that's I think in a sense, that's marketing. That's guerrilla marketing, because it's a different it's something different that they're doing, but it's they're practically begging and saying, you know, please do business with me because I'm about to go out of business or, you know, I'll do this for free. Uh, You know, on the training side, I've seen the training and I've stayed on top of it for the last, I mean, two years, almost two years now. And I remember when Chris was doing the SWOT analysis on stuff like that, I kind of got into a little bit, started seeing prices. You're seeing one days going from $5.99 to $2.99, you know? Oh, yeah. And Desperation. And I see it. Yeah. And it's like and you know 199 and you know giving out store credit and all that so it's like what are you, what are you really making to get your name out there you're not making anything on that one day training you know so it's I, i'm starting to see that you know detailers are desperate in lowering prices you know what used to be the 125 is 7550 now it's 25 you know and that's also where your marketing can go wrong and i'm saying this because i see it out there you know and and i talked to some of the local guys around here and not all of them are doing it, but the ones that are desperate are. And the other thing is I'm starting to see a lot of stuff go up for sale on the Facebook marketplace, Ooh. full blown trailers, yeah, full blown trailers, yep. vans, everything going up. And it's, you know, and what I see with that is, it all says two to three years, you know, old. That's during COVID, you know, yep. and in they're not used to the hunt. They're not used to slow winners. They're used to, you know, full winners because everybody was getting that COVID money, the stimulus checks and all that. I'm not gonna lie. Some of my best months in business at the shop was during COVID. It was. I was banking because no one was caring about spending. But now it's a little bit different. So just be careful how you're doing that. That marketing, you know. And you know, to go back to something that you said, I actually wrote it down. I got an email to send to the masters of the Detail Mafia that are going to Education Day. Uh, And that's one of the things that I'm gonna ask them is, can you please give a class on how you got through the struggles in the earlier days? I want the masters to talk about this to our group at Mobile Tech, you know, of how they got through it, because it's been like this before. Some of us haven't seen it. Some of us have. Um, but, you know, I, I'd like to get their input on it during our, our special day out there at Mobile Tech that Sunday on our education day for the Mafia to to get that out. So I definitely uh, will be reaching out to them today.
1: Now
2: Chris, you got anything on yeah. this? Um, You know, I was actually going to uh... – you know just kind of remind people too. you know i've seen some big what i would call big names in the industry right people with lots of followers start offering cash discounts off their detailing services already and you know that's that's one thing that you know rennie has preached for a long time is you know added value instead i mean if you give a cash di- discount that's a 100 bucks out of your pocket that's gone if, if it's a hundred dollar discount right but if you if you tell your customer that you're going to give them a free windshield coating, which is worth a hundred bucks, you know, that's five, 10 bucks out of your pocket instead. And, you know, 20 minutes of your time. And that's a big difference from a hundred dollars out of your pocket. So, you know, that's, um, just something to consider, but, um, Rennie, I mean, not, not to put you on the spot, but do you have any, uh, just examples of gorilla marketing tactics that could work for detailers
1: yeah i mean going out and, and, and one of the things I'll, I'll keep one of them i'm going to go live with the mafia so i'm going to keep that one i think it's probably one of the biggest things i'd be doing right now i'm going to keep that one for that select group and the only reason why is because they're family to us not that the whole industry isn't but the, you know this is a special one so mafia i'll go in and i'm going to go i'm going to go live here right after i'm done with this and share that idea i just just talked about this with somebody coming to training uh that sent me something yesterday and uh, i'll share it with you guys well you'll see the live You'll see the live feed here in a second. So disruption, what am I gonna do? Never price discount. Is that in public? What do I mean by that? I've been in a situation where I was desperate. I had, I had to feed the kids, I had to pay bills. So I don't advertise a discount. I would be lying to you that people would come in and I would give them, I would offer, hey, if you do both cars, I'll give you $100 off a vehicle because I needed the money. The mortgage was due. Um, we had Christmas come, whatever it was is that I did it, but here's the biggest thing that you can do. And I've preached this for years is wintertime right now is interiors. You know, we went through his phase. the interiors are coming back, it's back fashionable to me and our world and never left is, is interiors are 50% of detailing is people say, yeah, but I can make a lot more money off coatings. Yeah, but I don't. I, you can make a lot more per hour off coatings, but you can still make a really good living off of interiors. And if you yourself don't like doing them, then have somebody in your shop that's an interior specialist. So here's one thing that we did at our shop to get our winter business up: is every interior that was done, we would give a wash, clay, and protect. So wash and clay it with a with 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 bead maker, and sent them out with a with a, a protected car that's going to get them through winter, people became reliant on it. They loved that. And we just had a discussion in the group about that. We did that, <laughs> excuse me, 25 years ago. We started that program and it stuck. People would call us up and say, oh my God, you guys run that special. We didn't run that special after so many winters. We didn't have to anymore. But when people would mention it, absolutely. We gave them that wash, clay, and protect as part of the package. And I... I, we sold so many thousands of those services. We used to use uh, McGuire's D-156. I can still remember the product name. Because what we do is we train a staff member that we had somebody that specialized in interiors. And while they're starting the interior, we had our newest team member that was doing the, the exterior with that product. And what it meant <laughs> is that is we would that it, it's an easy service. It, it doesn't cost you but about 10 bucks, And, and give it away during the wintertime. Give it away during the wintertime. You're not cash discounting your interiors. I'm still charging full price for an interior, but I'm giving added value with a free wash and protect. Now, you could just do a wash, but that protect doesn't take much longer. And to me is that when you can say this is going to give you 30 days to, to 90 days of protection, it gets you through. I don't want to tell them, oh, it's going to give you six months of protection because I want them back in the spring. I don't want them going six months out. I want them back in in three three, four months, two, three, four months to do more work on it. And so I don't want to overget it. So we love to market that in January, February. And then by March, we really didn't have to market that anymore, is that we, we would still offer it, but we weren't putting it out to the public. We would do it on a private one on one basis, depending on how busy we were.
2: Yeah. And, you know, in your and your your marketing message to your customers can be, you know, I'm I'm providing this service for you for free because we care about your car. And, you know right now it's all about protection not perfection and then in the spring you can come back on and we can make your car perfect to get on the outside you know yeah
1: absolutely another gorilla marketing and Jeremy uh, Jeremy says something really cool again is he talks about we work with local restaurants we give them we look at that it's up uh Chris you're amazing um and so you know it's it's is that you 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 do different now what we did this is another great one and I'll share this this one I was going to share with the mafia, I'm going to give this one to everybody right now, is we went to the upscale um, dealerships. And what I mean by that, let me tell you, man, a Cadillac Escalade today, I don't know what, I mean, I know they're north of 100,000, right? That's an upscale vehicle, guys. I mean, that's at the, at the, a brand new Escalade is probably at the value of a used Porsche 911, right? So you don't have to have a Porsche or Ferrari. I'm not talking about those brands. I'm talking about any car That's that's upper end. I would go find the top the top two or three salesmen at each dealership. And I would say, listen, what I'm going to do is give you a coupon. Every customer that buys a car from you, this is only to you and you and you at this dealership. Is that within 30 of uh, 90 days of buying the vehicle, that customer gets a free wash, clay and protect on their vehicle that you're giving them. And I'm giving you this 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 gift card. This is exclusively for you to offer to your customers when they buy a car from me, from you. And then what, would happened is what, what are those clients? They usually weren't our customers. It was a new customer. That salesperson felt good about giving them something. We did it on their vehicles first to show them what the feeling was of having it. They absolutely loved it. And so we would give them at first, we'd say, listen, how many cars are you selling? How many Escalades a month are you selling? How many 911s a month are you selling? so they'd say six, eight, whatever the number is, is we would give them half of those, not all of them, half. The reason why is we wanted to get them. It's like giving somebody a little taste of crack is we wanted to get them onto the crack into where we could take and give them an opportunity. Here's the other thing as I told them, listen, this is going to be at a very high level. This is going to reflect back on you very good. In in and in, 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 in once you get to a dozen where you send us a dozen of these, We're going to take and have custom cards made up that says on the behalf of you, Jeremy, uh, we want to thank you for coming into our detailing shop. Jeremy is a great uh, partner with us. Uh, He does a great job. And so uh, on behalf of him, we want to thank you. On behalf of her, we want to thank you. Is that we're going to give credit back to the salesperson. What's that do? It builds their business up too. And they get a call from the customer or when the dealership checks in, what are the review status for that, for that salesperson? That's why they're the top producing salesperson. The other thing we do is Jeremy over in Hawaii, his wife is just killing it in sales. And so they might sell real estate, they might sell custom furniture, they might, we don't just look in the car industry. We look at people, here's the other thing is like, if I was still running a shop, when I bought that furniture the other day, I would have given that salesperson the same opportunity. I said, look, you're outstanding. I want to do something. Anybody that buys furniture from you is we want to give them a gift. Say thank you. You're somebody we network with. They're going to give you a free wash, clean, protect on your car. It doesn't have to be a car related business. It's that's guerrilla marketing. You're thinking outside the box. It doesn't have to be anything to do. It could be a maid service that's outstanding. Give them, again, let them earn the additional ones. Give them two, three or four of them. See if those start coming back to you. If they don't, go and find somebody else. If they do, now you're talking to a cohort and Gorilla marketing that gets what your message is, that gets what your mission is, and they're gonna take and join forces with you. Now that's a force multiplier. Now you've got a sales team that you're not paying, that's out there promoting your, your brand and your product while you're promoting their brand and their product. That's a win-win situation.
0: Yeah, you know, a, a, a perfect example, cause I'm thinking, you know, outside the box marketing, uh, there's two that come to mind. One is uh, Fabletics. I think it's the name of the brand. Kevin Hart does a, an ad. The first thing he says, "Don't look or don't buy this shorts. Don't buy Fabletics. You don't want this because you if you're not going to the gym, this is not for you." That's got my attention. You know that that's got it. Um, and the other one is if anybody's been to New York City, you've seen that cowboy with the with the cowboy with the guitar. Yeah, he's disrupting everything. That dude is famous and he charges $20 for a picture. And I'm sure he's taking about 50 pictures a day. You know, that's that's guerrilla marketing. One thing that I I, I've seen as I'm traveling the country, you know, with Buffer Shine and going into shops is I don't see this in detail shops. But when these dancers started coming out with the boards, people made fun of them and then they started making money. But that that type of marketing kind of phased out around here, at least in SoCal, you don't see them anymore. The people dancing outside with signs, that was disrupting the market because people would drive by and be like, oh, look, that guy's, there's a guy with the cool moods. I want to be able to see the dancing detailer out there, you know, pulling people into the shop because that's what you're going to be known for, you know, and, and it's, it's thinking outside the box. And and those are the two, like that cowboy in New York city. When I went out there a few times, when I was stationed out there in in New York he always had a line, you know, and it was like, why? Because he was different. He didn't have a fancy billboard, you know, in Times Square. He didn't have the money for that. You know, he was out there in a cowboy hat and a guitar and some tidy whities, you know, and that's what he's known for. Um, and again, that type of marketing is is where you need to be at is think outside the box. I have never ran a Facebook ad for my shop. It was all word of mouth. And I just never believed in it because I believed in building relationships. That was my tactic. Plant seeds with other business owners and then build their business up as they build your business up. I believed in giving out three referrals to everyone that I met. And I figured if I give them three referrals, they're going to eventually give me three referrals. That was my tactic for building the business up. But, you know, just think outside the box and, you know, maybe we should uh, get a challenge going out there in the industry (laughs) and see who's got the best guerrilla marketing.
1: I dig it. Well, it's, you know, there's, all, again, I've got so many wild ideas. Um, I'm going to introduce something to the mafia when we're down at uh, Mobile Tech that um, I think is is a, game, is a game changer, and it's a disruptor, and it's easy. That's what, the nice thing about Gorilla Mar- the biggest the biggest problem that people have, and then we'll get out of here, is we can talk about all these different disciplines, but if you're not disciplined and you don't take action, um, it ain't going to work. It just, it's just not gonna work, you know, is that you've gotta be disciplined enough to do these disciplines. And it's it's like working out, I can't remember who said it, is you can, uh, it, 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 and, and I, I don't even, I've, I've got so many things going through my mind right now, but you know, you're gonna have, you can own a gym membership, but if you don't go and lift, doesn't do any good, you know? One of the, you know, my workout partner is one of Diane's really good riding friends. Uh, she's a, She's in the horse community up here. We've become really good friends she's almost she's 68 years old dude she kicks my we worked out yesterday so hard that and and i would have never guessed this 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 june's this big
2: i've seen her she's
1: she's a beast (laughs) man right she is a beast. and yesterday i'm not kidding you i am so sore from the competitive workout that we did who would ever guessed that we're odd friends she's in a real estate business uh, the commonality is that she's really good friends with Diane, uh, really into the horse thing, but her and I have got this passion. She has ignited my endorphin producing side of me, like hasn't been done in five years. I mean, it is just, um, amazing, you know, it's just absolutely amazing. And why do I mention that is because she's in the real estate business. And when she's here, we're both taking text, you know, I, I'm, I get, especially this last week with, you know, with the PNS changes. Um, I don't know. I'm up to 400 and some mixed text. You can, you can imagine, but we're both trying to keep up with it. And um, I'll hear her response. And here she is well into her, you know, a self-made millionaire in real estate and she's still learning and she's still Grella marketing and she's still, and you know what she makes it. She loves doing it. She likes to help other people. And she tries to be as honest as she can. And uh, I've seen that integrity from the backside and it's uh, it's pretty attractive when you see entrepreneurs uh, do business like that. So, all right. Hey, you know, again, this is sponsored by us. And so we wanna take in, you know, the industry is what I'm talking about. Uh, if you'd like to, to get uh, involved with our trainings, we have one day extremes all over the country. We've got country, my voice snap. Um, that's telling me I need more coffee And we've got a five day. Uh, we're booked up right now for the next couple months. Uh, and we've got uh, March sold out, sold out January, February. March, two spots left, three spots left in April. These are going to start going really quick. Um, and again, now and again, we'll have we'll have uh, scholarships. So make sure if you're interested, uh, usually it's going to be um, the, the, the scholarships are for specific months and so Uh, Reach out to Chris. Chris, how do they get a hold of you?
2: Uh, That's an easy one. You uh, could hit me up at chris at detailing success.com or uh, you can call and text me and uh, I'll give that out. It's 818 564
1: 5839. And Oscar, thank you so much. I'm going to read this off. Joel uh, with IGL just said this. Bring this up if you could. I was just reading it. I was just reading that too. That's very, thank you, Joel, for that. Yeah, is that you read through I'm this. I'm not and see, sure it'll all show on the screen at once. I'll, I'm going to read through it because I see big people in the, this is Joel talking, big people in the industry um, advertising uh, nude installers to stop detailing, just do coatings and PPF and intent. This is a huge mistake. How do you get that PPF tent and coating jobs in the first place because of detailing? Also, this is why the DIY market is growing so much. Detailers pushing the customers away from to DIYs themselves. Now the detailer has pushed the consumer uh, to become good at cleaning themselves and now it, it, uh, the, it will cost themselves to be to um, cost themselves in the long run. be careful It's exactly it and you know it, it's we i I've, I've heard people actually Joel, you just nailed it that's why I love this dude I've, I, I I pissed somebody off the last couple of years at Mobile tech each year because there's some smart ass that will come in and say I, I just send my I, I just send my interiors to my competition and I always say this. And then usually it's a younger person that's naive or a stu- uh, older person that's just stupid. Is I'll tell them this. If you take and, 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 and give up an interior customer to me, do you know what's going to happen? And they go, no, what? And I said, you're never getting that customer back. You're never getting them back for paint correction. You're never getting them back for coatings. You're never getting them back for PPF. You're never getting them back for window film. I own them why is because i am so sure of our culture our follow-up our marketing and my ability to make connection with the people that the chances of you getting them back are slim very slim and so why would you send anything to somebody else if you're that busy and you've got that much opportunity train somebody in-house to be your interior expert and have them do your interiors for you i still love interiors
2: yeah mike uh- Mike Carlin commented early on that he thinks a big problem in the industry is a lot of detailers gave up on interiors.
1: And, and he's they right. Did. Yeah, Ed, we've been preaching this for years. We saw this coming down and, and, and I was like, this is a foolish mistake is that, you know, it's again, you're, you're not well-rounded if you're not well-rounded and somebody's going to outperform you, they're going to keep those customers. So it's, uh, so with that, I would try to keep this right at that hour. And, uh, I've got uh, my phone going off again and uh, going crazy. So, gents, it was awesome. Good conversation. You guys have a good road trip. Uh, Romero says, uh, hey, man, at least, uh, Oscar, you, you, at least you still you live within L.A., so, you know, you don't have to go too far.
0: <laughs> That's how the Bay Area people think, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, we always have this discussion. So, that, you know, California is a big state. It's really long. So Oscar thinks that everything from where, like where Chris is, is an inland empire when it's not. Yeah. But but Northern California, we think it's like I get up like Ventura is almost going into Northern California. San Luis Obispo is oh. definitely Northern California. <laughs> so we we have these opinions, that people up south they think everything's Los Angeles, you know. And uh, it's just it's funny. So uh, yep. yeah. Well, hey, a lot of comments. Uh, well, hey, I got to read that one. The best investment I ever made was. For my business was Rennie's class and buying a steamer for interior work. I don't know who that was that said it because it just says Facebook user. But thank you. Again, if you'd like to connect with us and train, um, there's a lot of options out there. Few are going to take and connect, if any, are going to connect and, and share with you the mindset of millionaires. Uh, we're going to share that with you. Uh, you're going to have all we're going to do is make suggestions. You're going to make decisions. So it's not an automatic success. People think once they get here, oh, man, I'm uh, you're on your road. And if you allow the time and energy and you connect uh, with the various millionaires in our group, it can definitely happen. But the, the hard work is going to be uh, in your path, not ours. We can just lead you to water. You're going to have to drink it. So uh, with that, you guys have a great day. Have a great road trip. Uh, I'm going to go and uh, go live in the mafia, share an idea uh, right now that I've got. And then uh, my phone's blow- God, blowing up, man. I, I, I mean... Calls coming in, everything else, good, good problem to have. I'm blessed, but if I don't get back with you, if you're listening, don't take it personal. It's just, it's, it's buried, and uh, we're gonna take and get Bob and Dave on, and a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of uh, warm wishes to them on the success of uh, the transition of their company uh, into a whole new realm. So, uh, thanks everybody for attending, and uh, have a blessed week uh, ahead. And uh, we won't be back next week. I'll be in Vegas at a sales event. Um, and uh, doing a keynote speech for that event, and then uh, we will be back the following week. We've got a—I a sent over Chris Noster, a guest list. Uh, we got some really cool topics uh, coming up uh, on the podcast, and we're really excited to bring those your direction. So, fellas, have fun! Everybody, stay blessed, stay healthy, and uh, go live a great life. Uh, we'll see you here. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks when I'm back. All right, later, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle podcast. Brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget
1: to share with your friends and colleagues.